Boom blast. And we are live. But live live from a, Shark Club. Live with a different effect this yep. time. We're live from downtown Shark Club in downtown Toronto. Young and Dundas. The heart of downtown Toronto. Live, Young and Dundas Square. We took the Wrap It Up podcast on the road. Yes, we did. That's pretty cool. No? No, definitely. Guys, how you doing? I'm here with Shout Mikey. out to Shark Club. Bellamo, how you doing? What a big night for all Toronto. I'm doing excellent. Glad to be here. Hugh, how you doing, man? Hugh's good to uh, be back. I'm great. We're live from, from, from Sports City. Yes. Sports City. Tonight is Sports City. Sports yes. City, Toronto. We are winners. Toronto, how are you feeling, We Toronto. are winners, Toronto. The whole six is on a wave tonight. We're on a it wave. Is. It is. The whole six is on a wave. We're on a wave. Leafs win, but obviously this is the Wrap It Up podcast, yeah. and your Toronto Raptors have taken a 2-1 to lead. Yep. Well 2-1 to to lead in their Eastern Conference quarterfinal matchup with the Orlando Magic. As the Toronto Raptors win, 98 to 93. Again, 98 to 93, the Toronto Raptors win. And I mean, this game, I know there's a lot of different storylines that could come out of this game, but I think definitely. right away, we got to show a lot of love to Pascal Siakam. Yes, definitely. CP, if he needed a coming out party in the yep. playoffs, this was it, this no? Was, yep. How did Spicy P do to you, Mikey? Today was the game of his career because yep. of the stage he was on, on the road, hostile environment. And um, I mean, if you watch the game, guys, you saw that Kawhi wasn't really Kawhi tonight. Yeah. Definitely. And it didn't really matter because Pascal stepped up. Yeah. 30 points, 11 rebounds, grabbing boards, getting in ones. Every time Orlando made a push, yep. Siakam seemed to be the guy with the ball and he seemed to yeah. get the bucket. It yeah. was crazy. He was coming he, out party. Pascal Siakam is only the second Raptor, only the second Raptor to have a playoff game where he scored 30 points and 10 plus rebounds. Wow. Only the second Raptor. Chris Bosch, the first? I believe it was Chris Bosch. And at 25 years old. Right? But yeah, pretty good. third year in the league. And, and so, as mentioned, Siakam finishes with 30 points on 13 of 20 shooting yeah. and to be honest great efficiency to be honest though the efficiency was even better than that final stat line shows definitely yeah. like he was cooking early it, hard yeah. shots yeah it felt the, like he was someone always on him and the thing to me that was so important about this from the standpoint of siakam season is he struggled against the magic this year he only I think like nine points a game yeah against the magic this year and so far in the playoffs he's come out put that to bed and put in Mega, mega, definitely. Work. Well, the matchup was he, he would have, yeah, Jonathan Isaac, right? And Jonathan Isaac has not been a factor really in this series, no. yeah. right? Game one, he hit he was some four shots. of 11, I think. Four yeah, of 11, game one, he hit some shots, but yeah. Pascal has been consistent. Game one, game two, game On both three sides has been our consistent, a, a consistent one two punch with him and Kawhi, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and today, he looked like the Raptors' best player, and I'm not saying tonight. And I know he's not, but he looked, he had that swag of somebody who, there's always questions, if Kawhi does leave, can Pascal somewhat take over? And tonight showed, I mean, if this is any inclination of it, it showed he can handle those pressures. And there's not much more pressure in a playoff game, right? right? You know what's funny as you bring that up, right? Because this whole year, I'm going to be honest, I've been thinking about if Kawhi leaves, 
What is Pascal What is Siakam? he? Yeah. Can he be the guy? And as you bring that up, I'm going to be honest. You thought I'm it was not, a compliment, you Yeah, I'm not sure if I believe that. But during the game, Q, you said something. Yes. You were like, what happens? I'll let you say it. My question was, and this is for, all the, uh, for everybody in Raptorland, from Pascal Siakam from last year to this year, has made big strides, right? Huge he, strides. He had the summer with Rico at the Rico Hine run that yeah. he credited for his for his his step up this year. Yeah. Right. He's only in his third year, right? He's it's not a contract year. He's still fighting for that next for his first legitimate NBA and his contract. First year was really baby steps, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you really want to say, like, you know, you know what I mean, like this is like his second strong year. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So remember next, like he's not up for a contract after this summer, right? No. Yeah. He still has another year to prove Great. himself. One of the best if he wants, in the if NBA. he wants that that big time NBA money. Yeah. So if he goes, if he goes into the summer with the same attitude that he went into this summer, this past summer, and come, what what can he come back to be? Yep. What could Pascal Siakam be with another summer of Yeah. Now, right? we could say, we could play devil's advocate in saying um, having a player of Kawhi's stature opens yeah. the floor a bit for him. Granted, it does. Yeah, but the difference what I see is the ball handling. He's not scared. Mm -hmm. He drives. Yep. And that corner three, yeah. he's starting but it, and he's starting to drain and, it and, even and more. To more. To more to that point, though, is he still plays with that second unit. Yeah. And in that second unit, Which he, he is our best player. Yeah. And he still yeah. gets the ball, and he still produces. You, you know one thing that's super crazy? So uh, we aired uh, a Pascal Siakam sit-down with Michael Grange on show I work on, Tim and Tid, a couple days ago. Yeah. One thing I thought that was super interesting that Siakam said in that, he shouted out about how dope Kyle Lowry's been for his career. In yeah. the sense that he goes, when Casey was there, Damar and Kyle were the only ones allowed to like dribble the ball up the floor. Yeah. And Kyle went to Casey and was like, hey, let him dribble. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that Can sounds so some? ridiculous, right? But at the same yeah. time, like, yo, you see where he's at now. And if that doesn't happen from last season, just dropping those little eggs, right? Like right. dropping those little those little seeds yeah. in the basket. Where does Siakam go now? And it's crazy because let's be serious. There's word that trickles out as we were setting up. One of the guys here said that uh, Kawhi was under the weather. Kawhi was under the weather. So Nick Nurse came out after the game. I don't know. I'm paraphrasing, but I don't know the quotes. But he has been under the weather for the last two days. And it showed in the first quarter. I think he was one of seven or two of eight and, and, and it, 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 you, you could tell it wasn't the same yeah. Kawhi, right? so i got it here so nick nurse revealed that Kawhi had not practiced the past two days due to illness and basically gutted out friday night to give the raptors 37 minutes so 37 minutes yeah now How? think about that though sorry but gripe after game one right yeah. How is Kawhi only playing 33, 33 minutes yeah yeah, yeah. and now he's sick, sick. I'm playing 37 minutes. <laughs> and, and up by 15 sometimes, comfortably. Exactly. Where you could have maybe gave him a minute or two, right? And he came out balling. Yeah. I think he came, he came out the balling. The second half he played right? better. Yeah. Yeah. How funny is that, though, right? Like, you're just seeing where this Raptors team is right now. And to have a situation where Kawhi comes out, guts it out. And it was funny because Kawhi started out, what, one for seven? I think yeah, I had it written down. one for seven, yep. two of and eight. And the thing that I wrote down was... In the first two games, Kawhi was super aggressive, driving to the basket, right. getting into the hitting lane, and everything. hitting those little mini jumpers yeah. in the paint. And this game, he was kind of settling, and I found that weird. So it's interesting to now hear, oh, okay, 
It makes sense. Because he was cooking the first two games. Oh, yeah. And if this is a sick game for Kawhi, right, where somehow he still finishes with 16 points, he was only 5 of 19, but still gives you 10 rebounds. Seven times, most on the Raptors. Right? Still gives you 10 went rebounds. Went to the line seven assists. times, but probably should have went 17 times. Yeah, yeah. Kawhi is still, Kawhi yeah. is getting those Toronto Raptor calls. He's yeah, not getting NBA crazy. superstar calls. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And, you, I, and I think we still have, I think we still have that issue yeah. where no matter, it seems like no matter who we put on the floor, yeah. the Raptors do not get those calls. And against yeah. an Orlando team, didn't really have a star player or the respect yet. Hasn't been to the playoffs since I think 2012. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not like you're facing a Boston or uh, a Lakers team or or anyone with the, the, the history behind it really like right. that, right? Right. So if we're not getting the calls against a team that's on the fringe, I don't. I I hope, or I don't see it getting really much better once you start to go further. Maybe play a Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe. But I think Kawhi, because he's not that player who lets the refs affect him. Yes. He's still a little bit more vocal. He'll, throwing he'll his hands up, like how yeah. I do I how do I not get those calls? But he fights through it. Yeah, he does. Now, if we had some, not to mention no names, but some other NBA superstars who, when they don't get a call, it affects them. And they start crying to yeah, the refs out of every play. Yeah. it might actually be an issue. Yeah. Kawhi yeah. fights through it, so that's what I like about him. I'm gonna get through a little bit of pleasantries again. I'm gonna thank the people at Shark Club for having us out tonight. Absolutely, Shark Great Club. Food. Is this episode to wrap it up is brought to you by Shark Club in the heart of downtown Toronto. Come through. Check their happy hour menu. Yep. Yep. Great place to watch the game, especially on a night like this in the oh, Toronto. Raptor, was lit here. Raptor fans, if you want to go to a bar yes. and watch a game, this is the place to be. Yeah, because guys, so he, this is the one place in the city. I know exactly what you're going to say. We had the Leafs and the Raptors on, obviously, um, but the Raptors sound was on here yeah. yes. um, and on majority of the TVs, and it was a great atmosphere. Do you know what the thing is, too, that I found was like very interesting in Toronto? They actually listened to their customers that were Definitely. in the bar. Yeah. So in the bar, that people were booking reservations and whatever. But at the same time, they listened to the people who said, "Hey, I want to watch the Raptor game." Yeah. And book those reservations. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As you book the reservation, hey, what is it that you're coming to watch? What exactly. do you want to watch? Yep. And when you say Raptors, the majority of the people here want to watch the Raptors. Yeah. There's the audio. Big Raptor and, crowd hey, here. When the Leafs were doing stuff, they were still to the Leaf. It was just a great place to watch the game. Yeah, it was. So Definitely. huge shouts to Shark Club. Thanks yes. for having us for sure. And again, people. Sharp, Shark Club, T-O-R. If you guys want to add them on Instagram, for people on Instagram, check out their stuff. So it's, it's good here for sports, guys. It's and really good. Definitely. Make sure, come through again. Check out the Appy Hour menu. Big things here at Shark Club. And thanks for having us on the On Blast. Wrap it up. Raps post game show. Definitely. Because you know what? This was such a good game. And I, I can't. That was nervous about the Raptors coming into this game. No. And again, you know, there's I probably should shout out the people that are tuning in live. Shout to the people that are always here live. Because yes. we got our regulars. Yep. And then we got the people that are jumping on late. And we appreciate all the fans. But huge shout at Shell Alexander on Twitter. And then the same people tuning in on Instagram, giving us your questions and comments on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. And of course, the podcast then becomes something that you can iTunes, SoundCloud. Google Play, and of course YouTube. Like and subscribe there. The community is huge. Yes. The comments are huge. Yes. We read them. We appreciate the comments. We appreciate the love. Just as much as we appreciated the game from the Toronto Raptors. And we talked about Kawhi. We talked about Pascal. But there's another dude, Kyle Lowry. Now, 
four for ten from Kyle Lowry. Big game. Gave you twelve points, ten assists. 10 assists. What did you make of Kyle Lowry's game? Huge talking point so far, just because of his very poor first game. What did you think of Kyle Lowry tonight? Listen, I'm I'm, I'm going to repeat myself. I'm going to say the same thing I said last game. When you get this kind of Kyle, you said it, Sheldon. We don't need him to come out and score 20, 25 points anymore. Um, this isn't the Kyle, the Raptors of yesteryear. We need a 10 points, but most of all, we need the energy, the charges, and the big thing was the assist. He made yep. the ball movement much better. If you, when you watch the game, Orlando's ball movement, yeah, Toronto's ball movement is much better. Always find a Danny Green opening that. And uh, Kyle did what Kyle does. Just energized. Yeah. Kyle, 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 again, Kyle is the leader of this team, right? He's, he's, he's been here. He's been, he's been through the ropes with this, with this city, with this team. Yeah. What I liked, and this is a shout to the coach, Nick Nurse, is so he went with the second unit in, in the second quarter. Yep. Um, and Orlando made a comeback. They did. Right? When the, second court, when the second unit came on in the second half, they left Kyle on. That allowed Fred to play off the ball. That allowed Kyle to get to uh, have the pick and roll action with Serge, get yep. Serge involved. That also let Kyle, and you you spoke about it before, about how he's he's allowing Pascal to take the reins, right? Kyle brings up the ball, pa passes the ball to, to Pascal on the wing, yeah. and let Pascal cook. Yep. Right. Yeah. And, and and the second unit works so much better with Kyle on the floor. Totally. And hey guys, you know what we haven't mentioned in a while? Kyle's back. Yeah. yeah Forty minutes yeah. tonight. Yeah. Driving, taking charges. Yeah. No one's talking about his wonky back and anymore, his right? And his defense. Do you know what? Right? I feel like because the way we talk about this consistently, right? But the way that he can now pick his spots more, right? Yeah. Because he doesn't have to, as you said, go out and score twenty He's points. He's the complimentary. He's complimentary. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's not as much wear and tear as we've yeah. seen on Kyle Lowry yes, normally. Yes, years before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you get this Kyle Lowry where, hey, what did we say after the game one when Kyle Lowry scored zero points? I said, if Kyle scores 10, cool. Tonight he had 12 points. 12 points. a little intangible. Timely shots. Yes. He makes timely buckets. Yes, yes. They yes. might look, they might look. Sometimes he takes that that uh, that fast break pull-up three-pointer. No, and I'm okay with but that. But those are the shots that Kyle makes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right? But he's diving for loose balls. Yeah. He's getting those nasty plays, right? Definitely. He's, he's all heart. And he, yeah. that will never change. And, and what I was saying about his defense is, if you remember who killed us in the game one, DJ Augustine. DJ Augustine. And he's been a no-show. He yeah. has been a no-show no these show. last two games. Past yeah. two games. Uh, one thing, to the people in Instagram, Someone's saying that you can't really hear Q on the Instagram feed. The reason is the mics are all hooked up to the Twitter feed. So if you're having trouble hearing fully on the Instagram feed, go over to Twitter at Sheldon Alexander. The Instagram feed is really just for you guys to give me comments. We can read and interact that way. Yep. Guys, the Twitter feed is that. at Shell Alexander. At, is that what I said? Yeah, no, no, you said Sheldon. It's S. <laughs> H-E-L, Alexander. Exactly. If you want to go to Twitter, you don't even need to have Twitter. Go to Twitter. Yeah. Go in the search tool at S-H-E-L, Alexander. Yeah. And you can see the whole periscope. You can see mine and Q's pretty exactly. faces. Apologies. because the background, which is the, a great atmosphere, too. Yeah. And I, hey, Instagram, you know I completely apologize all the time that you guys only have to look at my ugly mug. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> not why this whole thing was designed, right? <laughs> but 
Hey, shout to the people on Instagram. You know what? Since Let's I'm here, let me comments. get some comments. Because real shout to the people tuning in. Shout to my guy Skip at Clean Cuts. Who says amazing game. Tell shout him that to I Clean sent you. Took care of me today. And I, as a side note, when I walked in, they said someone walked into the yeah. barbershop yeah. with their son and said, hey, Sheldon told me that, told me to come out. Yeah. He told me to come here. And they didn't, one of the, one of the girls working there was like, huh? And then he's like, the podcast. Hey, it's me is strong. Good, yep. We appreciate the followers. Totally appreciate the love. Right, really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Huge Later, shout Greg. to Greg Who's and Kate hooking us up with Greg. this setup here. Totally appreciate it. But let's get to some more comments here. Someone says Kawhi had an off night. So did Kyle in my hungry, in my humble opinion. Sorry. Yep. Maybe am I hungry? Is that what just happened there? Yeah. Uh -huh. But Kawhi had an For off Abby night. Hour? So did Kyle in my humble opinion in terms of points. And Siakam picks up the team. Wow. Yep. Great that's to good see. to see. Yeah. You win a game, and then you can look at little stuff like that and be like, we're not going to have games like this. We're both Kyle. Uh, like he, like the commenter said, Kyle and Kawhi aren't playing as well. Yeah. So it was good to see that Siakam can do that. Yeah. Um, so here's a comment here that says, Nurse is a good coach with a thumbs up. And it's interesting because after Nick Nurse kind of, you know, we were all questioning Nick Nurse with Kawhi Leonard's minutes yeah. after right. game, game one. But since then, Nurse has done a pretty good job, no? Yeah. Well, uh, and I think that's a sign of a good rookie coach is yeah. you make adjustments. Yeah. Right? He's not a coach that's been coaching for 10, 15, 20 years yeah. that he's, where he's stuck in his ways. This is what's worked for me back in 86, yeah. and that's what I'm going to ride with. Yep. He made adjustments from – he makes adjustments from game to game, right? And he's got a based great, on what, great staff, Based on too. what he's got, right? And, and those adjustments seem to work. Yeah. They always seem to work. He's – He's calling timeouts in the playoffs at, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at the right opportune time. And that's that's the big thing, is to know when you see your team maybe making something you don't like, call that timeout, kill the momentum, and make an adjustment. And there were a couple times where, of all people, your man's T. Ross was making a run. Yeah. <laughs> right? T. Ross. T. Ross has played well in this series so far. Tonight, Terrence Ross with 24 points in this game on 8-17 of shooting. But he was kind of a one-man army for certain points of this game where right. he was keeping Orlando in the game, hitting big-time shots. You remember he hit the half-court shot, too. He did, to keep the game close at half, yep. going to the buzzer. But what do you make of Terrence Ross in terms of being someone who you watched as a Raptor fan, but now seeing him in the playoffs, playing at a high level, and being a good contributor? What's that like as a Raps fan to see that now? I mean, I, the, besides the fact he's playing for the opposite team against us, I mean, I'm happy for him. He was a great Raptor. Um, he's playing well. His shot's fallen. Again, I said last game, maybe we're not making him a priority. Nothing against him again. He's playing well, but another thing that we also talked about is we traded Terrence Ross for Serge Ibaka. So, Serge Ibaka playing well for us too i mean it's good you always want i said this before you always want trades to work out for both teams because then you can deal with that team again definitely, so it's definitely. good to see both sides happy with both players yeah yeah but i think the, i think the thing with t ross is with with that we were talking about this earlier as well with that orlando team especially coming off the bench he is that the go-to guy off the bench now he's the only guy yeah. that's going to score so t ross is an athletic player He's very streaky. There are those games where very he's, he, he's, he's going to put in work. But with T. Ross putting in work, 
the other guys aren't really doing much. The Jonathan Isaacs aren't really doing too much. No. Right? The, the Michael played well second the Vucevic, half. The Michael Harder-Williams is not really doing oh, no. too much, right? Yeah. So, you know, if you, letting T-Ross, not letting him, but T-Ross getting 20, 25 points, mm -hmm. is, and, and the Raptors still winning the way they did, is a good sign. Yeah. Totally. Very good sign. Because after Orlando won game one, I remember there were people in the chat that were Magic fans on YouTube, I think it was. Yes. And they were saying... That Orlando won game, but they're saying Orlando won game one and Vucevic and T. Ross didn't, didn't even play, play well. well. Yeah. Well, you look at this game tonight. We they mentioned well. Ross with 24 points. Vucevic had his first good game of the entire series Definitely. with 22 and 14 and six assists in this game. Yeah. And it was interesting to see him finally get going. But let's be serious. I think he got going because Marc Gasol was in foul trouble for most of the game. No? Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. Am, am I right there? Or what do you, What do you think? Like. I mean, job, yeah, he, he hit a couple big shots, Vucevic, but he wasn't really much a fa much of a factor in, in the first half. Yeah. Right. I mean, the second half was kind of turvy. Fifteen point lead, down to three. Yeah. Back to twelve, mm -hmm. down to three, and yeah. in between, I mean, Vucevic was one of the only Magic players, kind of getting them points. Yeah. I think this this series, though, Raptors fans are getting kind of like the education of how Mark Gasol and players like him. Because even like Kyle Lowry's kind of the same thing, where their effect of the game doesn't show up in the box score, right? But you look at Vucevic and the effect that Gasol's had on Vucevic, yeah. that's definitely showed up. I think it was Josh Lewenberg that tweeted this earlier, but he said coming into this game, Vucevic had 17 points on 6 of 21 shooting, five turnovers to six assists. And Gasol had four steals this game too. Again, after having four steals in the last game. Yeah. That's your center yeah. <laughs> getting all stars, all Yeah. And 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 I think I think the thing here with we match up well against that. So if you remember beginning of the year, we talked about our two-headed uh, center tandem, right? Yeah. With JV, JV and, and Abaka. So even going up against the Embiid's and those, right? Them put together equals an Embiid. Yeah. Right. Where yeah. you see in this game, Vucevic finally came alive, had 22 and was it a 14, 22 and 14, 14 boards? Yeah. But our centers, I think, was uh, 16. Abaka, yeah. So 15 points for them. And, and 11 rebounds. Yeah. So it's keeping it close. But Siakam right? grabbed 11 boards as well, right? Exactly. Kawhi but I mean, if, if, if you can, with Vucevic being their center, if, if Marcus and Ibaka combined can keep that close, there's no way they can match up with Ibaka, with uh, Pascal and Kawhi. There's no way Orlando can do that. Yeah. yeah. So all you got to do is keep that, that, that uh, competition at the center close, totally. and Toronto wins. Another thing, too. Um, I'm not a big, firm believer of momentum, but I think Orlando's more momentum might have got crushed just a bit because the series was tied. Orlando took a one-point lead at a couple times at one point late in yep. the game. and You know, they could have the series lead. But when the Raptors came back and crushed that dream, now it's an uphill battle for a young team that hasn't, really been in this situation before, right? And so I think this was a big game that the Raptors got, especially with El Kawhi playing, because now they got the first lead yeah. in the yep. series. Yeah. Orlando lost home court advantage that they had, yep. and they're a young team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is funny. There's a comment here on Instagram. Someone says, I was bored watching this game. Felt like a, regu felt like a regular season game. Yeah, it kind of did. Do you know what's weird about that? 
the whole time watching this game, it kind of did feel weird because seeing the Orlando Magic Court, yeah, uh, it didn't make me think of the playoffs. I think Nav Badia, <laughs> our super fan, yeah. was I mean, the loudest like, guy there. Just Orlando, period, is yeah, right. It's this Shaq and Penny days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before they were actually. I mean, Dwight Howard took them to the finals. Yeah, but, like, but it's no Dwight one really Howard. believed in that no, team. Never. Really, it's Dwight Howard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Someone says on Instagram, Tony Brothers couldn't save the Magic tonight. <laughs> no. Um, Alex says, once Pascal gets a pull-up jump shot, it's over. And his, that's what we were saying. His baby hook was good tonight. If, if Pascal comes back after the summer, working on his jump shot, yeah. and he's now, what, a 40% shooter, right? Yo, his three-point shot's pretty damn it. good. Now. It is. It, it is. is. It is. Uh, another comment here, Len on Instagram says, Pascal's a star has been born, but also got to give props to his teammates and coach for trusting in the young buck. Definitely. That part is totally true. Definitely. And I remember watching the, I know I bring up the Danny Green podcast a lot, but it's a really good watch. And especially because you get to see the rapport that he's built with his teammates. With his team. And the one with in him and In a quick Kyle, year, yeah. Oh, yeah. The one with him and Kyle, they were talking about the season that Siakam's had so far. And... Danny Green was like, honestly, like, I didn't really know who he was coming into this season. Like, I knew his name, yeah. but I didn't really know who he was. And so to watch, like, this guy that I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, and see it on a daily basis, it's crazy. And it, it seems like he's getting a little bit better and better each game, just a bit. Yeah. Tonight was the blow up, yeah. really, again, because it was a playoff game and because Kawhi was hurt. But, yeah, it. It seemed like every game throughout the season, yeah. you just see a little bit more from, he'd surprise you with something else. Yeah, yeah. And to follow up that point, uh, DVAD59 says, Kawhi found the open man through heavy traffic. That kind of fits in because Kawhi, we've seen it throughout every game as the season has gone on this, right? Yeah. We've seen Kawhi Leonard have more trust in his teammates, but also in Pascal. Yeah. Early on, we talked about yeah, it a definitely. lot in the season. We talked about... Kawhi and Pascal both looking off each other Finding chemistry, moments, right? Yeah. And now you see that chemistry where there's a definite trust. Kawhi kicking it out to Pascal late in the shot clock. Pascal knocking down threes. Yeah. It's crazy to see. You, you, even see. you even see the odd Kawhi fist pump after Pascal <laughs> makes a good yeah. play, yeah, yeah, which yeah, you yeah. weren't seeing at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Uh, another comment. Someone says, Pascal's work ethic, he would bust out at that jumper and fade jumpers into next season. Almost hoping for the same thing you were saying Definitely. here, Q, right? Uh, someone says, my first time on the live broadcast. Shout out to Cat Libby. Uh, crazy to watch Vucevic light up when Gasol was taken out. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. But you mentioned the two-headed monster. That's the benefit the Raptors have this season. Definitely. And Joel Embiid news. Yes. Joel Embiid's going to miss his second straight game yeah. in the season. And I know we shouldn't be doing this. But as we kind of look ahead to yeah. what the next round matchup would be, Joel Embiid hobbled against the two-headed monster of Mark Gasol and Serge Ibaka. Dare I say advantage Raptors if Embiid's I mean, hobbled? No? Embiid yeah, already takes too many threes. Webby might get mad at me <laughs> for that. Embiid, sorry, <laughs> Webby. Embiid already takes too many threes. Doris Burke will attest to that. Yep. But now you give him a bum knee. You know he's going to play, but he'll have a bum knee. He won't be able to drive and all that. So he's going to stay behind the arc. Yeah. Give him all the threes he wants. Ben yeah. Simmons has no shot. Again, I know you said we're looking ahead, but, I mean, that's got to favor the Raptors, no? Yeah. 
definitely. I, I definitely agree. I mean, they need Embiid to be like Shaq and yeah. go for forty and twenties. Yeah, in the I mean, and that's where Gasol likes to play. I think I think we're looking way ahead because that series over there is only two one. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't and think I don't think by any stretch, especially with Embiid out, I don't think Brooklyn's out of it. Yeah, I also find it funny too because I think this is a bad look on Philly. The fact that they're beefing down. Yeah. Right? Like, there's way too much trash talk going on between, like, Jared Dudley and Ben, <laughs> ben Simmons. Simmons yeah. Yeah. Embiid laughing at after the elbow. Yeah. Like, beefing down to me is so whack in the NBA. Like, they shouldn't even be worried about talking trash or talking smack to the Nets. It, You're supposed to dummy the Nets. Well, You're the, trying to get to the finals. The Nets are a young team. I said a spunky young team. And it seems like Philadelphia has been in this game for the whole season going back and forth with other teams and yeah. B doing it, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. yeah. I think there's too, too much personality on that team, I, I, I think. Yeah. Between Jimmy oh, uh, yeah. and B. Jimmy's actually been okay. Yeah. But, I thought he'd be more destructive, but yeah. I mean, Tobias Harris really hasn't done much. Because no. remember when he got traded there, Yeah. we thought that might have been the Eastern Conference champions for yeah. a moment, right? Because on paper, that lineup yeah. looks legit. Guys, it does stuff. But you know, they the, don't mesh always. The, pro the problem with that team is there's no true point guard to help distribute the ball. Now, if they had like a Kyle to say, okay, this is Embiid's turn. Okay, Butler, you're on today. Today's your game, right? A, a, a point guard. Yeah, like a Rajon Rondo or something who, like yeah, that. Yeah, who distributes yeah. the ball, but is also a leader that, that, that can kind of calm. That's what they're missing. I don't think they have the cap space to, to figure that out anymore. Yeah. But I think that's what that team is missing. Yeah. But yeah, let's, let's, we'll let's dive all that about, in the second round. Let's worry about them in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to the Raps game to here for a sec because I, I, I agree with you. It's easy to like peek ahead. Yeah. But you don't want to get too far. Yeah, it was a little too close up. for comfort at some points with tonight's game. Yeah, um, this was a we close were up game. by six with about a minute left. Yeah. Then I think down by three. And. Uh, it was so hectic in here, guys, with the lease and everything. Uh, <laughs> excuse me if we don't remember everything, because they all simultaneously were, were finishing both games. But yep. I think Kawhi might have got to the free throw line and hey, iced it. As you but it was closer than we sh it, it could have been. Hey, you know, let's be serious. It was a really good Friday in it Toronto. Was. Definitely, yes, definitely, it was. definitely. The whole six on a wave, right? Yeah. Didn't even matter what jersey Drake was wearing yeah, today, I was right? just going to say that. <laughs> yep. You know what, um, I think, I think, you know what, shout out to the Orlando Magic, I think. They're a young team. No, you know why? You know why? Because they're a very young team, right? And they were down, I believe it was 16 They were down by like 16 point, in the, right? late in the fourth. And you think fourth. at that point, especially with Kawhi not having a big game, you think that they would just say like, okay, let's come back next game. They never get down on themselves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They, they have a good system. They're, they're obviously coached well. Uh, Post-game. Post-game quotes are starting to trickle out of the locker room. Nice. Uh, shouts to my guy, Josh Lewenberg. Again, if you're a Raptors fan, especially now that it's the playoffs, go to Twitter and follow my man, TSN, or sorry, JLU1050, at JLU1050. He's a beat writer for the, covers the team for TSN. Great dude, knows his ins and outs, yes. got the game covered. But quotes starting to trickle out of the Raptors locker room. And as mentioned, this is from Josh's Twitter account. Nurse reveal Leonard's been under the weather. How's he feeling? Kawhi says, quote, I feel great. We won. <laughs> it's the playoffs, and we want to come out and win the game. That's all I'm thinking about. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. Was there ever any doubt that he would play? No. Kawhi says no. 
for all those people still wondering about Logan. And guys, he played a career high. <laughs> no, sorry, not career high. Career Raptor. A, a career high. Raptor high, yeah. <laughs> 37 minutes, right? So uh, I think he was fine. Kawhi also said, I missed a couple easy ones that I could have made. Obviously, they sent more and trapped earlier tonight. But other than that, we came out with the win. That's what I'm happy about. And now that Siakam does have a game like that, maybe that double or triple team that Kawhi was getting, he was right, might be down to make single coverage because Siakam's a problem. Yeah. Clearly, right? Yeah. yeah. You mentioned how crazy the game was down the stretch. Yeah. And Kyle Lowry coming up with a monster rebound to seal the game late. Yeah. Lots of talk coming out of that afterwards. That's what happened. Marcus Gasol says on Kyle Lowry's rebound, that rebound, talk about that rebound, that was the game, that's Kyle, and that has nothing to do with scoring. He stuck his nose in there, he ran through that ball, he got the rebound, he won the game for us. Nice. It's so funny, the narrative and how quickly narratives switch from one game to the next, because we talked about Kyle Lowry getting zero points and how unacceptable that was. Yep. But on this team, they need him to do those things, right? Definitely. Yeah. Get those key clutch rebounds. Kyle Lowry, the pit bull, what does he mean to this team in terms of how far they can go, Mike? Again, I, I said it last game. Because he's the complementary to the complementary now, it's huge. And I said this also that, yeah, JV was putting up great numbers, but the little stuff that Gasol does that you don't see is what you need on a team in the playoffs. And the little stuff that Kyle does, the taking the charges, the 10 assists, the grabbing the big rebounds, whatever he says in the huddle, the all those little stuffs to add to a, a quick, agility, young Siakam, and then one of the best players in the league, Kawhi, and a good bench and all that. It just fits perfectly. And it, it, it and, and that's what you want, and that's what Kyle's, Kyle's giving you, is his energy and little stuff like that. I'm laughing because I just saw a tweet from Skip Bayless. It says, I'm starting to think Pascal Siakam is Toronto's best player. Yep. But See? that's all based on his hate for Kawhi. Kawhi yeah, 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 of course. The Spurs. Yeah. But you know what? You know what? at the highest level. We'll take it. He's talking hey. to us. We'll take uh, that. You know, another thing I want to say about Marcus Saul, the importance to the team off the court, is comments like that. So Kyle has always been the leader, the, the, older, the elder statesman of the team. But when Kyle gets down and has a game like he did game one, who did Kyle look for for support? That's so true. I think now that you have another guy, yeah, knows another how to proven, deflect another attention proven, off exactly, another proven veteran who is an all-star himself. Or deflect right? attention to you. Right? Yeah. Who, who can say, good job, Kyle. Give Kyle a pat on the back. I think yep. that, that, because we all know Kyle, Kyle is hard on himself. Also, right? too. What are you talking about, Gasol? Guys, I don't know if you know, but Woj, I believe, came out today and said that he found out Kemba Walker of the Charlotte Hornets was so distraught at the trade deadline because there was a deal for Gasol to go to Charlotte. It didn't happen. He came to the Raptors, and Kemba Walker wanted Gasol bad. Why? Because he knows that he's the type of player that you need if you want to make the playoffs and go far. It's vet. Yeah. It's a veteran right? leadership. It's grown-ups, right? And I yeah. sent that to you yeah. because yeah. I knew you would appreciate that. Yeah. No, it's the totally. little things. Yeah, it's the vet stuff. On the flip side, the Raptors bench to me, you touched on it a bit earlier. The Raptors bench to me, you know, still there still seems to be a problem. Like, we haven't really seen Fred. consistency from, I mean, Fred played okay Norm. in this yeah. game, no? I mean, Fred had what? They didn't really 
Only had four points in this game. Yeah. Norm wasn't really that good either. He was okay. But I think overall, I still don't know if going forward, as the stakes get higher, if you say, hey, a game against the Sixers or even Boston. in the conference finals, I don't know if you can continue to be playing Norm and Fred Van Fleet together. They That unit just doesn't seem to have it. Fred more than Norm, I think. Because I don't want to jinx it, guys. I'm knocking on wood, but Kyle, if we go to a finals or a conference finals or finals, that's a lot of games, and you got to give a little bit of rest to, to, to Kyle. Fred's shot is so off, but hopefully he can do other more stuff. And then all you need from Norm is what Norm has done consistently year in year. Just one game. Yeah. One plays. game when you need, and he'll give you 13, 14 points. And hustle plays. That's it. But, but I think I think... You know, we're in the playoffs. And I remember in the first playoffs, you made a good point was... Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what Ty Lue was doing okay. when yes. the Raptors were going to the bench mob, right? When Remember Raptors bench yeah. last year, including Siakam, including DeLon Wright, were just running through Hurdle, the competition. Yeah. What Tyron Lue was doing was leaving LeBron in there. Yeah. And that was stifling the benches, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this year... Yeah. Right, we gotta cut that down. There's not a full five unit that you're gonna put out there. Yeah. So, so you throw them out there, but you're throwing them out there with a much improved, much much improved Pascal Siakam, mm -hmm. and you're throwing them out there with a leader in Kyle Lowry, mm -hmm. or even sometimes you'll leave Danny Green in there to calm them down. Danny Green, right? played, we haven't talked about him. He played well today too. Another grown up, right? right like exactly. You don't gotta worry about Danny Green. I said I mentioned it earlier in the game when we You're were You're shocked if he misses. Yeah, yeah. But I literally expect every Danny Green shot to go in. And That's they so unfair. Usually almost do. <laughs> yeah. but Except you know he what? had zero points the game before though. Right? I know what, but, 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 but it's because it's because he's a, he, he's not gonna go seven of twenty one. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he, he only shoots Five good shots. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're very good shots. Yeah. So yeah, he might have that odd game where his shot is he's off. a catch and shoot guy, right? really. But then he's 0 for seven. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, he's not yeah, 0 for yeah, 15 yeah. and hurting your team. Yeah. Totally. Uh sticking with the bench here, and I totally agree with this comment, but Len says, can we also talk about Fred Van Fleet's over dribbling? I might get an aneurysm watching him dribble <laughs> the air out of the ball. <laughs> Guys, wasn't I saying the exact, said the exact like, same thing? Because and I think the problem is Watching the way that our first unit works now right. with Marc Gasol and the ball movement being so crispy, being yeah. so nice, everyone passing the ball, that like Fred and Norm come in the game and it turns into ISO ball where Fast it's Fred takes a turn, yeah. but it's basically Fred ISO, next time down the floor, Norm ISO, yeah. next time down the floor, Siakam ISO. Like it sticks out so much in comparison to how now the starters are playing. And I, all Chris and, I think, and I think it's because they don't trust the other guys in that unit right now. Uh, whether whether it's Jeremy Lin, whether it's uh, we got Meeks playing right now. Right? Also, what it is too is, and I said this because, so we were up I think maybe 9 or 10, and I said there's about 10 minutes left in the fourth. I said, guys, try to kill the shot clock down as much as you can. And Norm was getting the ball, driving it in and shooting with 20, 21 seconds left yeah. on the shot clock. And so what I said to you was, it looks like a guy who's not getting that many minutes and wanting to do too much to yeah. prove to the coach, yeah. play me more. When all he had to do was, it was sort of a fast break, dribble the ball, step back, and set up. Kill some clock. And that's what you mean. So they go to ISO with Fred. They go to ISO with Norm because they're trying to do too much. 
when all they got to be doing is, like you said, spreading the ball around and just showing that they're respected as a unit. You know what else, too? I think what happens sometimes with young guys in the league, they get in the game, and if I haven't shot in a while, and then I get the ball, oh, I got to shoot. And especially yeah. if I'm coming off the bench now, yep. you see the offense, because with Gasol, with that first unit, it's pass, 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 pass. Whoever has the best Unselfish. shot, they're taking it. When you see the other unit come in, they get the ball, and they're thinking. They're dribbling, thinking what to do. What am I going to do? Yep. Whereas how many times do you see... Kawhi or Gasol get the ball and it's a quick touch pass because they know already yeah. they're reading and reacting to what the defense is doing. They know they'll get the ball back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I think and I think also the team is a little different than it was last year. The bench when the bench when the bench mob came in last year, they had to get the lead. So yeah. they had to shoot. Whereas now they're just trying to maintain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Give the give, give the give the starters a breather, maintain. Yeah. Right? So I think it's a different mindset that they have to have coming into the game. Yeah. Uh, here's a great comment from Instagram. Jet Set Stone says, T. Ross should have had all of Fournier's minutes. We got lucky that the Magic were poorly coached. I'm not going to say they're poorly coached. I'm not going to say that. But what that comment does highlight is that Evan Fournier in this game was 1 for 12. Wow. <laughs> that was their big three-point in shooter coming into the series, right? And if you look at the plus-minus... T. Ross was a plus nine. Yeah. Right? Evan Fournier was a minus nine. Yeah. yeah. So. Right? One for 12. That is horrible. But, 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 I also, but I also think. That's a testament to Kawhi and Danny Green. It's Danny me. Green. I think it's Danny, it's Danny Green. Right? Fournier can't do nothing against Danny Green. Or Kawhi. Right? Right. I mean, One ever since they switched. Ever since they switched and put Danny Green on uh, Augustine. Augustine only had seven points in this game as well. Yep. Augustine, since his game one, he's yes. done nothing. Exactly. The Defensive Raptors specialist. Defense. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy what the Toronto Raptors have done so far in this series. Again, for those just tuning in late, as the reason I'm saying that, because people keep tuning in on Twitter feed, is still going super nice. And, guys, I heard a, a, I didn't see it, but I did hear a little rumor. Did LeBron tweet, he's not in the East anymore, watch out for the Raptors? I don't know, but we can look that I up. Didn't, I didn't hear sure. that. I thought um, I heard something like that. So, but while I look <laughs> that up, I will mention that the Raptors won this game, ninety-eight to ninety-three, to take a two-to-one lead yes. in this season, in this playoff series. Sorry, against the Orlando Magic, Pascal Siakam, as he finished with thirty points, add in eleven rebounds, add in four assists, back-to-back double-double. Uh, people are happy to see T. Ross doing well. Uh, Alex says, good for T. Ross. He's a good guy. He's found more consistency to his game. Of course, we want to beat him, but can't be mad at the dude. Definitely. Nope. Definitely. It's fair. He's another, he's another guy who, who never had a problem in Toronto. I think he was a little upset to leave as well when he left. Right? So it's good to see that he, he's, found, he's found a spot in the league. Salute, Bigfoots. I see you. I see foots, you in the foots, Instagram. Foots. foots, what's up? He says, big look, fellas. You know, we trying to do some stuff over here on this side. Again, yeah. huge shout out to Shark Club as we are live at Shark Club at Young and Dundas Square in downtown Toronto. And it was a perfect night to be live in downtown Toronto because, yeah. as I said, I'll, I can only say it so many times, but the six is. I know on it's raining. It's Sports City. It was, it was raining shots today. Yeah. It rained in shots and it was raining goals. It was so crazy running around and trying to set up and the Raps game's ending and Matthew scores. Yeah. And I got so hyped at the same time. It's just like, 
What a time to be alive. If we make a deep run, shout to one of my boys, LT, who always talks about his dream scenario yeah. is if the Raptors and, and Leafs, Leafs are both playing by May 2-4 weekend. Oh, that means they're oh, going to be both oh. in the conference. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh. by that time, Vladdy Jr. will be called up. Woo! And the six will be hot. Yo, I got to tell people something. So I work on a show called Tim and Sid, and they had me put together a little montage for when Vladdy gets called up. Okay. All I'm saying is, woo! The big Did you see the bomb hit? he hit out yes, of the ballpark? The ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy, yeah I yeah, went yeah, to yeah, Buffalo yeah. to watch him. I know it's the Repsor, but I went to Buffalo to watch him. He cranked one out of the park that game, too. It's Toronto. Toronto's on a wave, definitely. Yeah. We got some good things cooking. Uh, totally true. Great game again. Of course, shout out to the people tuning in on Twitter live at Shell Alexander for each and every podcast, taking your questions and comments live. Let me read a couple questions there. Someone says, Tony Brothers, I knew there would be no calls, and I was right. Another comment about Tony Brothers, I'm glad we got the win despite Tony Brothers, and yes, Pascal was. Another comment from Twitter, Harden wouldn't get the calls on the raps. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if Kawhi if that, can't get calls, yeah. would Harden get calls on the Raptors? Well, hope, <laughs> and that's, and that's what I'm hope saying. we face Harden maybe uh, in the finals. Like all of a sudden in in our in in Toronto land, all of a sudden travels are called. Yeah, like Every I thought the travel Kyle call was fouled, I thought the travel call was gone foul. from the NBA. Yeah, I have no idea what's a shooting foul. I'm yeah, gonna be honest, yeah. I have zero idea what's a shooting foul. I'm confused just as much as you. I are. think that's incredible. Um, but comments and. You know, I always say we try to keep these kind of short, but what ends up happening is there's so many people tuning in and sending their comments, and it's a blessing. And so to return that, I want to read all these comments. So someone else tunes in and says, Raps need to get more whistles. Damn, we don't get any respect from the refs. The last three games of free throw attempts have been lopsided. The key thing that I would say to that is that the Raps are playing through it, and they're able to make it and they've been able to you know, argue, but not go overboard, right? Like, no right, one's gotten yeah. a tech or anything. Exactly. Which other teams, I think, in the Raptors' past, that would become a detriment to them, right? Yeah. yeah. They would, like, get, like, they would get too flustered by it, and then that's when the L's would start coming. Yeah, they start looking for calls and yeah. just play through it. Yeah. Uh, let's see, more comments here. Pascal is a matchup nightmare. Long, fast, athletic, becoming strong. And developing his IQ at a rapid a rapid pace. That's gonna be he something. Was grabbing those Raptor boards. land. That's that, that's something everybody needs to pay attention the, the, to from this day on. Is the progression of Pascal Siakam. Yeah, and what I you are watching a star being born. What I noticed too is, he, yeah, he was grabbing boards, but the boards he was grabbing, the way he was grabbing them, the length, one arm, one hand, bringing them down with two guys. Timely, on them, the timely right? boards. Yeah. I mean, I want to see Kawhi stay for a lot reasons but it's almost like if we get if we only get one season of Pascal and Kawhi Leonard it's almost feels like the ripoff that happened with Tracy and Vince yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. Just, same, yeah yeah like just having such a good duo to go out night in night out and just dominate well games like this tonight I mean Kawhi's he's thinking it right if anything you hope so. you if hope anything so. Uh, someone, Diaz says, don't let this distract you from the fact that DeRozan is the only other player in Spurs franchise history to average 25 and 11 in the playoffs. <laughs> Yo, to be honest, 
cool, DeRozan. I'm happy for you, but I'm off that. I'm yeah. sorry. I can't lie. I know I'm, I've been labeled a DeRozan hater, and I apologize if that comes off as DeRozan hate, but I've been off DeRozan How's the guy he's guarding, though? What's his point, right? Because that was the thing. We never said DeRozan couldn't score. It was the guy he was guarding could score just as much. Oh, man. Uh, let's see what's going on here. George said, oh, so in the post-game interview that was on ESPN, the reporter says to Pascal, you struggled with this team in the regular season. How did you find a way to be effective as you've been through the last three games? Pascal says, it's the playoffs. It's time to go. That's Dick. what I want to hear. A young player with a supposed to have. I love it. 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 Hey, man, what a time to be alive yep. in the in, in the season in the city of Toronto. As someone, LTZ, my guy jumps in on Twitter and says, Leafs win, Raptors win, TFC wins, Jay's up 4-1. Wow. What? Could this be the first? You know what? I'm not going to get too excited because leave it to the Jays to blow that 4-1. Yeah, league. yeah. And, and I still wouldn't really care, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever. It's a rebuilding year, so. <laughs> uh, We're Sports City, Toronto. Sports I'm City. I'm reading this comment, and I'm not going to lie, I'm patting myself on the back. Diaz says, I'm normally a Sheldon Alexander hater, but load management is working its magic. <laughs> There's a lot of puns in there going on. There you go. But yep. salute to you. Hey, Kawhi is ready. He is. Kawhi is here. Playoff Kawhi, even a sick playoff Kawhi. If you look at that stat and line he put up tonight, that's like a normal DeRozan playoff. Yeah, line. and now playoff Siakam. <laughs> sorry, is that too much hate? <laughs> is that too much hate on ah. DeRozan? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Damar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but again, shout to all you guys for tuning in. Yes. Really appreciate you guys. Shouts again to Shark, Shark Club, Club for hosting us. It's loud in here, guys. It's good. Again, come through. Happy hour. They take care of you. They got all the great food, all the good eats that you got here that you can want. Come through, watch the games, and have a great time because it's a great place if you love to watch sports. Uh, but Belmo, let me know where the people can find you if they want to contact you in between these Raps games. Absolutely. Like I always say every podcast, the YouTube community, the YouTube comments, hit me up there, me and Sheldon and Q. We always look at it. We would try to respond as much as we can. We love it. Great little community. If you want to hit me up on Instagram, Mike Bello, B-E-L-L-O underscore six. Hit me up, guys. Uh, before I get to UQ, there's a comment that just popped in, and reading it just because people pop in at different times, but someone says, did Shark Club have the Raptors game on the screens? Not only oh, did yeah. they have the Raptors game on the screens, they played and the audio. The sound. Yes. They had the audio up. And got and people with jersey going crazy. Yeah, they were like you're in a Raptors game. It was a great place to watch yes, the game. And, and also, let's go Raptors. Yeah, yeah, that chant was going on too. All I mean, through the game. The reality of the situation is, again, they read the audience of the people that were in the bar, yeah. people that booked reservations, asked them what they wanted to watch, and went with the board. Yeah. Right? Yeah, very nice. Great place here. to watch a game. And on other nights, hey, come out and watch the Leaf game too because it's a great place for that too. When Austin Matthews scored, Everyone oh, erupted, erupted as well, yeah. right? So much fun. Perfect blend. Uh, but Q, where can the people find you? What's going on with you? Talk to me about DDS. Let the people know where they can find that stuff. All right, DDS Caps, at DDS Caps on all social media. DDScaps.com. You can find us. You can buy our products on that. Um, for me, you can catch me at simply underscore just underscore Q on Instagram and Twitter. 
at Quintonell on, on Facebook, um, DDS. I mean, our hats are still moving, so we, we, we still got some, some old models. We will be coming with some new stuff. Summertime's coming. As hot as the city feels Summer right now, six. summertime is not here yet. Summertime's coming. We will have some new stuff for you guys. Keep a lookout, ddscaps.com. Again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, the podcast is live after each and every Raptors game on Twitter, at Shell Alexander. We also take your comments and questions on Instagram, at Sheldon Alexander. And, of course, the podcast ends up on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and YouTube as well. If you want to watch it at your convenience the next day or whenever on this long weekend. Hope you guys are enjoying this long weekend as we are. Because this long weekend got off a great start. It's a good now Friday in Toronto. In background. And, and I'm going to say we something about the too. party. Like, this is a huge show because this is a blessing to be able to do something like this with your friends. Yeah. This is, like, so much fun to be able to do a project like this and have it get to the point where people are continuing to watch. It's continuing to build. And we're getting opportunities like this to host events like this where we can come to a place like Shark Club in downtown Toronto. Definitely. And host a podcast live. So we have another, we have another comment here. Apparently, Kiki, bartender. Make the killer mojito. We might have to try that after the show. Kiki, <laughs> do you right, love right. me? We'll make that ask. Definitely. I'll ask. I'll ask for sure. But again, huge shouts. Thank you guys so much for tuning in because I'll be honest with you. We wanted, I wanted to do this as fun. I never really thought it out to be like, hey, this is something that we could do. But because of you guys, the fans, the community that's building on YouTube, you guys liking and subscribing and sharing. From all over, too. From all over the place. Someone wrote in from Pakistan, Pakistan the other day, nice. right? Philippines. Greece. People all over the place. Netherlands. Tuning in because the Raptors run. This is this is it. Yeah. We talked about it from the start of the year, right? Yeah. The foresight to be able to say, this is going to be the biggest season in Raptors franchise history. What are we going to do about it? And we created this. Yes. There's a lot of other entities, a lot of other things, and I'm going to stop myself because I'm tiptoeing right now. <laughs> but I'll say there's a lot of opportunity that pe other people could have done stuff to coincide with this being the biggest season in Raptors franchise history. And I'm just blessed and thankful, and trust me, I don't take it for granted, that you guys are here along for the ride for the biggest Raptors season in franchise history yes. as they make their run to the finals. So Woo! if you enjoyed this live show from Shark Club and it's something you want to do again, let us know. We'll yep. set something up where we do this Definitely. again and you guys come out and watch the game with us at Shark Club. And yes. then we do the show live here with the people in the background. We had a rapid up right. chant going too. We, did we had a, a couple buddies here. Rapid we had a rapid, rapid up chant. So again, if good. this is something that you guys want to happen again yes, as please. fans, hey, hit up Shark Club on social media. Let them know this is something you're interested in. This yep. is something you want to come watch and enjoy. Let them know because I had a good time. Yes, so did I. Did you have a good time? I definitely had a good time. Both our teams won. <laughs> I had a <laughs> and hey, there's going to be a lot of time to do this because this is going to be a long run for the Raptors. You, and the Leafs. There I'm we hype. go. I'm hype. I'm fired up. I don't even know what else to say other yep. than yeah. I used to pray for times like this to, to run like, like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show. Live as from always, Shark Club. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. Peace, guys. Thank you. Peace. Thank you, Shark Club. Thank you. Boom, blast.